0: Here I am, still living my life, right now, right now.
1: That's Graham Nash from his latest album, Now. And as you can hear, at age 82, he sounds as vital as ever. Graham starts his new year with two shows in New Zealand beginning on March 1st. It was Valentine's Day, so we asked the former Holly and bandmate of Crosby, Stills & Young how his new year is shaping up.
0: I did four tours last year. I did a uh, hundred shows in eight countries and forty-one states here in America. Right. So yeah, and and uh, you know, my first tour of this year will be down to uh, with you guys in New Zealand.
1: Yes, we're looking forward to it immensely. So, is it pretty much a continuation of what you were doing previous year, or is there anything different that we should know about? No, it's it's very different this year. Oh, well, how so?
0: I I have different players. I have well. uh, Normally, it was three of us. It was me and my keyboard player Todd Caldwell, who produced uh, the uh, the new album with me, and Shane Fontaine on guitar. Right, Shane um, uh, uh, and I partied company and now I have a couple of uh, young kids that are actually
1: kicking my ass. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) That's always a good thing. (laughs) Excellent. And what about set lists and stuff like that? I mean, I've seen what you were playing last year. I wouldn't want anything to change, but, you know, (laughs) there's always that possibility. Yeah,
0: you know, it's always a crazy dance to figure out what what the audience needs. But um, I I think normally, Normally, uh, people have been loving the show, so sure. you know I'm not going to change it that
1: much. I wouldn't think you would. No, no. I mean, it must be. I, I, I the one thing I was curious about was the one Hollies song I I think you you feature is "Bus Stop," which is of course uh, not even written by the Hollies. Is uh, er, er, but why have you chosen that one? It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I'm old enough to remember when it was on the radio all the time. So uh, curious why that was the one. I, I,
0: I was just um, for, for the last couple of months. I've been I've been uh, talking to my friend Alan Clark. Right, Alan Clark and I started the Hollies in December of nineteen sixty-two. You know, <laughs> and um, I, I, I just uh, I, I, I love singing with him. You know, and. Um, what can I say? I thought the Hollies were a pretty good band.
1: They were pretty good. Yeah, I got to say. Yeah. All right. Because
0: <laughs> I noticed. And, and even, though, even though Bus Stop was written by Graham Gouldman, uh, it, it is the Hollies song. Yeah, yes. definitely.
1: You guys made it your own, that's for sure. And I see Alan's doing quite a bit of stuff lately. I've, I interviewed somebody named uh, Carla Olson. I don't know if you know her. And she had been working with him. And he's, and I know you and he had uh, recorded that uh Buddy Holly tribute song a little bit. So it's nice to see everybody still playing nice together.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's good. Uh, you know, because Alan and I were, were separated for a long time, of course, when I joined David and Stephen and, and I had to leave the Hollies. Yeah. Uh, but our friendship is in good good standing right now.
1: Well, age and time will will do that for a lot of folks. Yeah, it's a good thing. Yes, it will. <laughs> now, uh, speaking of the time, this year is a very political year in the states. You're living in New York. I mean, let's face it. You've been involved with or uh, some of the most political songs. Chicago, uh, Stephen wrote for what it's worth. There's Ohio. So uh, you know, it's something you're you're you've been in the middle of back in you know all that time. Do you see things differently now? Does it affect you differently as, as an artist or as, um, as a basic human yes.
0: being? Yes, <laughs> it it it's very different now. We used to think that Richard Nixon was crazy. Yeah. well, he was kind of, and we were correct. <laughs> but but Donald Trump is is insane. Donald Trump is is a, a an awful person, and I certainly uh, hope that he's in jail soon.
1: Yep, I, I can't argue with you there, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> it's looking like he just keeps yeah, no, making a another step again? forward. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. right. Now on a more pleasant subject, I'm I am i would like to talk maybe a little bit about singing harmony because that's what you do. I mean, every the Hollies and Amazing Harmonies, CSN, NY, and you're always kind of it feels like the 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 grounding part of that. What is what is it that makes it easier or difficult to sing with different people like I've heard people say it's almost impossible to sing with Dylan because he's kind of all over the place what is the secret to to good harmony singing
0: to me the secret is that I if I'm singing with with Neil and harmonizing I need to be a Neil for a moment <laughs> I need to be David and Stephen I need to be those people to sing harmony with them great. You know, and I need to know when David is breathing and when he stops breathing, you know, at the end of a line. I need to know uh, if if Stephen is holding a particular note. You know, I I need to be them for a while. I think that's my secret of being being harmonizing.
1: Right. And and when you're on stage together, is there like eye contact and body movement that kind of tells you what they're going to do and how to follow? Absolutely.
0: I watch very carefully.
1: Yeah, Because do you think, even when you've, like, when you've sung with Crosby and stills for years, do things still tend to change over the years? Do you have to go, oh, nope, that's not how we used to do it? Sure they do. Yeah?
0: Yeah, they, they, they change constantly. You know, uh, sometimes even Stephen takes the high part, you know. And, and in a song like Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, we change each with each section we are we are changing whether i'm taking the melody or the top, top harmony you know i i love being a musician i really truly love what i do
1: Yep, yeah, yep yep now i know your latest album is called now and here we are talking about stuff that's happened in the past and there's still a future ahead what do you like to talk, think about talk about sing about write about more the past the present or the future
0: I'm always thinking about the future and I'm either totally pissed off or totally in love.
1: Oh, all right. well, it is Valentine's Day, so that's good. <laughs> yes but we won't go into that again. Uh, I see you did a John Lennon tribute uh, back in December. Uh, I think you sung yes um, Saying imagine and- yeah, it's mm-hmm. the,
0: it, yeah it's called the yeah uh, it's called the the Real Love Award and it's a very prestigious award for musicians and uh this year uh, it was me that was given the award well,
1: congratulations. um and I got
0: I got uh, I got Judy Collins and uh, my friend Art Garfunkel to right. sing imagine with me
1: nice yeah <laughs> and what so what was it like singing with Art Garfunkel Because he's he he has a history of his own <laughs> Yes, he does. But
0: I've known Arthur for a long, long time. As a matter of fact, a week ago, we were in my apartment here in New York City playing chess. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. And it's always great. It's always great to sing with Arthur. He's a really great singer.
1: Yep. 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 Oh, that's cool. And I got to ask you, I suppose everybody will, uh, about uh, did you watch uh, Joni on the Grammys? And what did you think of that? (laughs) I did not.
0: I I I have a lot to 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 uh, occupy my mind right now. Right. I know that she did well. I know that she did uh, both sides now, and I will watch it in the next couple of days. But I have not seen it yet.
1: Right? Do you do you kind of stay in touch or always? Oh, good. Well, that's nice. I send her flowers
0: on her. I send her flowers on her birthday every single year since we were together.
1: Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> All righty. Um, so, uh, with uh, with this past, present, and future thing going on, what do you look to, what do you want to still accomplish? You're what, 81 years old now? You seem to have done everything. 82. 82. Sorry. Don't want to knock one off. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, yeah, it was my
0: 82nd birthday about uh, two weeks ago oh. on the Groundhog Day, February, oh, there the second. February 2nd. Yeah, so, there you go. <laughs> um, Really. Um, One thing I would really like to do is sing uh, yesterday with McCartney. We just him on his acoustic guitar and now two voices. Right. I'd I'd really like to hear that because I've done that a lot singing, uh, you know, not physically singing with with Paul, but certainly uh, playing his records and singing with him.
1: Yes. Right. Right. Uh Uh, and and how would you approach it if you had to sing with him? What, what kind of conversation would you have with him before you started the actual singing? You're going to take this bit. You're going to take that bit.
0: I would just I would just tell it. I would just tell Paul to sing it the way he wants to sing it. I'll be right there with him every note of the way.
1: All right. I guess that's the key because you. And I don't. I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but you're kind of like the the support guy for a lot of it, like in the Hollies, it was Alan was the lead singer. You were the guy. And Mm -hmm. in Crosby, Zills and Ashley, no lack of personalities and egos there either. So (laughs) are you happy with that perception of yourself? Right. Right.
0: Yes, very much so. I am looking back at my life and I realize that I may have written uh, a couple of songs that will live far longer than me
1: yeah yeah i mean i've got quite a few of your records like and this is a beauty of course uh, uh, but i think it's it still managed to be somewhat underrated because of all the other stuff that was going on around at that time do, do you feel the same way yeah
0: um I think uh, I've gotten a lot of uh, a lot of of, of email about uh, songs for beginners, and a lot of people think it's their favorite album that they ever bought. Right, and um, <laughs> that that's that's fine with me because I I actually thought it was a pretty nice album.
1: Yeah, I mean, I could probably sing along to every one of these songs on here, so <laughs> that's that's saying something. You don't. want to be good. <laughs> You don't want to hear that. Go right ahead, Marty. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious: when you meet up with somebody else, like Paul McCartney, or uh, y- y- even when, do you, as musicians and as creative people, talk about the creative process between yourselves much, or do you kind of let it happen and don't want to mess with the process? It,
0: yeah, we just want to let it happen and not mess with it. You know, uh, we're musicians we we know what we're talking about but when we get together it's normally about you know how are you doing how's your health are, you know are you still exercising you know right. it, it it it's it's mainly personal stuff
1: right 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 uh, and has there been any creative person that you were curious about knowing what makes them motivates them drives them no okay
0: no, I mean, obviously, Bob, you know, I mean, like you said, though, you know, he, you know, I, I mean, Crosby sang with with, with Bob once on, on one of his records. And uh, I said, so how, how was it? How was it singing with Bob? He said, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what do you mean you don't know? I, I, I said, did you not do it? He said, oh, yeah, I did it. I, I just. Don't know what I did because I would try to catch up with Bob all the time, you know, right? And right. He's going all over the place, but uh, you know, funny. But I, you know, I, in my life, I do love what I do.
1: Yeah. Well, that, that's that's important. And you're looking, I mean, like you say, 82 years old, you're out there on the road doing hundreds of gigs a day, a year. And from what the art reviews I've read, your voice is as sharp as ever. So, with anything, what would you tell a young Artist, what would you, if Taylor Swift asked you for advice, what would you tell her?
0: <laughs> well, you know, the truth is, I, I don't, uh, I don't like giving advice. And I certainly uh, have no advice to Taylor. She seems to be doing spectacularly well without my advice. <laughs> uh, but if I did have any advice at all, I would just say, follow your heart. Right. right. Your heart knows what's good. Your heart knows what's bad. Follow your heart; you'll be okay.
1: Right, right, right. Now, you and and David Crosby had a unique relationship going, and of course, you made a few records together, like these. They were beautiful. And so there was Stephen and Neil had the Stills Young band for about two minutes, and you and David went for longer than that. What do you think drew you to working with David as opposed to the other two when you kind of went off and did your own thing? What was that? What was it about David that, that kept the thing going. Um, he would.
0: T- David was a. David was a very unique musician. I don't know anybody that wrote songs like David Crosby. You know his his influence stretches from, Coltrane to the Everly Brothers and right. everywhere in between. And David and I have always loved the same kind of people. And I've always uh, uh, see, noticed that it was very easy for David and I to sing together right you know we didn't talk about it much right. you know we just knew what was going on you know
1: hmm. and you you recently somewhat recently moved from hawaii to new york city so i think about 4 or 5 years ago so how has that changed has it affected you in what we hear from your music and see from you hawaii is a jungle <laughs> all right <laughs> new york
0: city is a jungle it's a beautiful city, New York, particularly Manhattan, right? It's beautifully awful, right. It's wonderful that there's many galleries and art uh, places and swap meets and and galleries that you can go to and ma- major museums. But at the same time, there are hope there are homeless people on the street and and uh, it, it's it's br- beautifully awful here.
1: Mm. okay, All right. And uh, just to wrap up uh, uh, again, like the the election is coming this year. You've you've already written Chicago years ago. Do you see music as a, a, a relevant way of an an effective way of getting that message your message across? Or I mean, Nixon got reelected anyway. You know, I mean, does it work? Is, is, is it is it it's true. Um, it,
0: it's true. But what's going on? What's going on with Trump is different than what was going on with Nixon. Trump is after absolute, undeniable power. Mm. He w- wants to be the biggest dictator in the world. He wants to out Putin. Putin. He wants to out out Xi Xi in China. Xi, yep. You know Xi, whatever you pronounce his name. Yep. Um, and it, it will be awful for this country if 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 Donald Trump becomes president again, because it's very obvious from what he's been saying that he's. Uh, his new administration, should it be that way, will be one of retribution. Will right. be one of revenge. Will be one of destroying his enemies.
1: So, do you think you will write? You, you will be inspired or motivated to write more music about that as the day, as the year progresses. I'm sure I will, because right. I have to say something. All right. Well, very good. Well, we can't wait to hear you say thank it you, here Marty. In New Zealand, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Not far away. Have a great Valentine's Day. You got it. <laughs> we'll see you. Later. Thank you
0: very much, Marty. Bye bye.
1: Bye bye.